This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Got a special guest in the building. My favorite corporate thug motivator is back. Gary V. <laughs> Guys, thank you for having me again. I'm humbled. Thank yes. you for coming. Today's your, or tomorrow's your born day. Uh, today's uh, day. today is my birthday. Today's your born day. Yes. Oh, wow. Four two. Yes, happy birthday. That's Jackie Robinson. <laughs> wow. How you feeling, yeah, man. man? I feel 24. Wow. That's good. You got Word. the new K Swiss sneakers, uh-huh. too. Is that what you have on your feet right I now? I do. Can you believe this? Can you believe that entrepreneurs now have sneakers? Mm, Look at this. And that, my signature. Is that money green? Let me see the signature. This is New York Jets green. Oh, okay. You know me. <laughs> New York Jets green. <laughs> my first book was green. This was, everything's green. Uh, yeah, man, it's super crazy. I can't believe, you know, growing up in the 80s and like growing up through the Jordan stuff, I, I wore, by the way, I've never wore a pair of Jordans in my life. Really? Because I'm a real Knicks fan. Okay. And real Knicks fans don't wear Jordans. So what did you wear? So Ewing's. Those Adidas, baby. You those hurt your so, feet. So, Evan, you're not a real Those didn't hurt my feet. You hurt your feet. Those they, did. I wore them too, but they hurt my feet. They too. hurt my feet, but I ref- I've never in my life worn a pair of Jordans. As a really? matter of fact, my I came home a couple weeks ago, and you know my wife buys like 47 pairs of shoes from Zappos and then picks one and sends them back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they do. Right. Anyway, I walked in. I saw a Jordan box. Lost my mind. Even Gra- to this day, you hold grudges, Gary. Oh, this is this is amazing. Great. Get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait to hear what I did. <laughs> Grabbed it. Walked outside, like right outside my door is the shoot for the garbage and threw it out. <laughs> Why would you do that? You didn't even try to resell Guys, it? I hate Michael Jordan so much. Even it's now? Even right th- Yes, now. Goodness gracious, Gary. You know, I'd have a ring. I'd have a ring if it wasn't for that man. Yeah. You don't, now, you don't what play. if Michael you Jordan play for the Knicks, right? I do. I know. What if Michael Jordan asked <laughs> you to do I figured that out about second grade. I was more likely to own the Knicks than play for them. What if Michael Jordan asked you to do a Jordan with him? You wouldn't have done it? No, I really, I, I, I mean this. I would not do it. Not I, if the listen, Knicks colors? Or Jets no, colors? No, I wouldn't. Tom Brady and Jordan are the two guys that I'm just not willing to fuck with. I love it. Goodness gracious. I like, I like, that's integrity, man. Right. It's sports muscles, right? Like, you, you're pumped, right? Like, I don't get it. Like, you can't, like, if you're 40 and older and you're a diehard Nick fan and you're rocking Jordans, I'm confused. Oh, well, Envy's not a diehard fan. Oh, my goodness. Jordan's on right now. But Envy's the same no, guy. You're not. If the Giants are winning, nope. he'll wear the Giants. If the Jets are winning, he'll wear that the Jets. That is not true. He's talking about this all New York. He reps New York. Okay, I'm respect, a Giants fan. Respect. But if the Giants lose and the Jets win, I'm a New York and I want the Jets to win. I, get, I understand that's that. That's it is. That, that's I, what it is. on the other hand, am not because I root for the inferior New York team. You can't do that when you're a Jets fan. Giants have won four rings. Right. You know, when you've won four, like, that's the way I'm with the Mets. I'm a Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. I like for the Mets to do well because I've won my championships. Correct. Right? But when you're still struggling to get yours, like the Jets fans are, I've got no love Would for the Would you do business with Michael Jordan? You're an entrepreneur. Absolutely not. What? Not I'll even tell you, business? I'll tell you what why. is wrong with you. I'm emotional in one place. When it comes to business, unemotional. <laughs> when I read all the comments, you know, on social, I suck, I'm the worst, I love that. Feeds me. But in the, I'm unemotional when it comes to business, which is why I'm successful. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely emotional when it comes to sports. <laughs> what if it was for I'm charity, aware, so, Gary Vee? What charity is different. Michael but I would Jordan just, said, I would say, change for change. is there any way you can get Oakley to be the face of this? I'll give the money. <laughs> I just want, oh, can you make Oak? You know, this is the other like secret thing a lot of Nick fans don't know, how close Oakley and Jordan are. Oh, yeah, best friends. Best. Yeah, they used to play together. They, Oakley's yeah, on the ball. he did. Now, speaking of, of giving money, they you really know what, do you gamble know together. Yeah. Andrew's dropping the real <laughs> shit. We're doing this thing on Thursday. Okay, I'm it's in. It's called Breakfast Club Change for Change. I'm in. 
We're donating money to the Gathering for Justice organization, and uh, they're the fiscal sponsors of Colin Kaepernick's Know Your Rights Camp. Love it. Um, the Women's March and the Justice League NYC. Huge. So donate what How you can, can I, Gary. I will. I will. <laughs> you can? Text I'm, change. I will. Text change. To 52182. There you go. Is there something I could do a little bit more? Can we do something crazy like this? Can we do Talk a campaign on Twitter right now where if somebody uses a hashtag, one of you guys make it up right now? Change for change. change. Fine. But add GV, <laughs> right? Change for change GV. Change my for change GV. Use this hashtag. I will pick one person. Mm -hmm. I will pick one person and I will give them an hour of my own one-on-one -on -one business consulting time if they donate to this. Nice package. Okay, that'll work. So we they still have need to you add to, you also. We still need you to spend some of your money through <laughs> that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Let's rewind the tape. Let's rewind the tape. I already committed to that. Got you. Got you. True. True. He's giving a little Thank extra. You. He's giving a little extra. So that yeah. somebody yeah. else who yes. donates is going to Notice the cynicism from my man. <laughs> <laughs> he went right in. He's like, no, no, no. no. I'm like, no, no. I was like, but, yeah. That's great. But. <laughs> before, I, before I get off, before we get off on, uh, on this session, I want to, again, I did it last time. I'm going to do it again because I just get so many emails. I was reading them last night. Mm -hmm. The 2017 flip challenge that you created mm -hmm. by putting pressure on me here the first time I was here, it's been unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. I'm going to do a 20. Actually, I need to talk to you. Mm -hmm. We need to do a 2018. Unbelievable. People are making money. No, they are. You know what my son People is doing now? People are making money. Right. I wanted to thank you, too. My son now is into uh, Supreme and Bathing Ape. And, and what he's Ape, doing is baby. he's going online and he's, uh, I mean, he shouldn't be doing it, but he's creating these bots. And he's buying these T-shirts, yep. sweatshirts, yep. hats, and whatever he came from Supreme. And I'm flipping And I'm getting these packages in the mail, but he's not <laughs> wearing them. He's flipping them in school. So he's buying, let's say, a sweatshirt for $100 and selling it in school for $300. And this kid is actually- These kids have $300 these dollars kids that got $300? These, ki these kids are That's buying amazing. them. That's in a nice neighborhood. They got $300 to pay for Jordans. What do you think, Envy's in a nice neighborhood now? $300 to pay for Jordans. They got Don't get confused. Don't get confused. He's doubling and tripling his money. I'm so You want to tell him a good hot tip? Let's go ahead. The Gary VK Swiss the is going to be is going to be a real. I, I honestly, I've been thinking about buying them all myself and reflipping them on eBay because oh I gosh. see all the dealers already like hovering, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, we didn't make that many. I think he's going to make a little how bit of coin in it. Ten thousand. And how can people get them? Uh, KSwiss.com. KSwiss.com is the only online. No, they're 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 in uh you know Shoe Palace and a bunch of other retailers, but I'm I don't know the full distribution, so I don't want to confuse people. And knowing everybody listens to this show, that's gonna be the spot to get them. You said something earlier that was interesting. You said you're 42, but you feel 24. Like uh, I don't feel like there's. I feel like I'm I know more now than I did back then. Like you I don't better. think I would want to be 24. Exactly. I even feel like I got more energy and everything. I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life, mentally, physically, everything. I think that's a modern thing, right? Like mm -hmm. I think 40 when I was growing up, 42 was finished. Mm -hmm. 42 years old, <laughs> <was old, laughs> right? Yeah, like when you look at like when Take I got coffee. And by the way, that's the whole thing with like sneakers and streetwear and like our culture right now is so crazy. I think it's because a lot of us grew up in the 80s, 90s. This is mm -hmm. when I talk about hip hop being the seed mm -hmm. that rules the world. Mm -hmm. White kids, black kids, Asian, like we, there's something super interesting. When you look at a 45 year old female or male business person today, they look young. Right. Yeah, they yeah, act yeah. young. Mm -hmm. Listen, none of us want to get older. And I think the generation above us dealt with it better. They're like, I'm getting older. You know, we're like trying to hold on. Mm -hmm. um, but I agree with you. There's a total different mindset. There's a completely different air to yeah. the whole thing. And and that's why I want, you know, it's funny. I speak to a lot of kids on Instagram every day. I made a video the other day with Babin for 60-year-olds. I'm like, you're going to live for another 30 years. You know, I know yeah, you right. feel like you're finished and you had your career. But if you want to, listen, if you're 63 and live in Miami, you can make a bot and buy Supreme and Flip stuff. Right, absolutely. It's right. not just a kid game anymore. It's not. 
technology has made us all much younger because right. there's so much access, I agree with you. And people are in better shape. Forty year olds didn't take care of themselves twenty years ago. You're right. Now they're all we're all in the gym. We're all mm-hmm. look at look what Andrew's doing here, drinking some green juice. Every day. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like it's just different. You told us uh, Sneaker knew that your YouTube and IG started getting much younger and more urban. Why do you, why do you think hip hop gravitates towards you the way that they do? Um I think I was born with nothing. You know, I, I grew up in a studio apartment in Queens with eight family members. I think hip hop and urban culture can resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Um I think I grew up in a neighborhood that was super diverse. Um, yeah, I just, you know, just the truth of my narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think, and I think this is in esports, in BMX bike, that whole world, I've been looking at that a little bit now, in hip hop, in, in higher education, Upper East Side, higher education, mm-hmm. Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. Like I always feel out of place in there. But you know, so I just think cultures understand cultures. Like what's great about hip hop and other subcultures is Regardless of what the person looks like, if the truth is there, it's always gonna accept it. It's like, I love when Magic Johnson talks about Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Not because he puts him on, it's the look in, in Magic's eye. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, no, no, he was a gangster basketball player. And I just think that's just how everything is. And I've noticed it, not only in hip hop, but every subculture. If you are it, you are it. What do you think about the connection between finances and mental health? Finances and mental health? Mm-hmm. So go ahead, I wanna make sure I understand. Basically Tyrese went broke and went crazy. Is what well, I to wasn't saying <laughs> that. But what I'm saying is a lot of people, uh, I, their mental health also is really directly tied into their financial situation. And I'm pretty interested that you just brought this up. So, uh, you know, again, always trying to bring value on this show. Mm-hmm. If you think, if you wanna make money in the next decade and you are interested in, you know, what Supreme and Adidas did, mm-hmm. if you're interested in what SoulCycle did, if you're interested in health and fitness, the next trend is meditation. If you wanna get real smart, so back to, hey, give us a practical piece of advice. Mm -hmm. If you're intrigued by mental health, I'm super intrigued by this issue. Mm -hmm. So I think mental health needs to be the number one thing we talk about over the next 20 years, because I think it's like alcoholism and drug abuse. We don't don't talk about it properly. People are sick. Mm. And they're Mm. they're becoming homeless and drug addicts and and being broke. Mental health is something we need to put on a pedestal and really start talking about. I think the clean version of that, the less I'm sick, the more I wanna be better, is meditation. Mm -hmm. So for people that are more fortunate and don't have mental health issues, I think meditation's a huge, huge opportunity for people. Meditation is a huge opportunity. Everybody's gonna be doing it. To answer your question directly, of course I believe like there's a direct correlation. Mm -hmm. If your operating system isn't right, if your brain's not right, nothing else is gonna work. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it's something we need to diagnose earlier, start understanding as a society how to deal with it, get rid of the stigma, and, uh, and really start chipping away at it. Now, what you got in your phone? I see you, what, 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 you, you got some things you wanna share, some jewels? No, 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 I'm just, uh, so, you know, I'm always, you know, the funny part is I'm still running a business. Got you. So I've got a couple fires. <laughs> Come on. You know, when you, I got 800 here. employees, four offices. I got a big business, so thank you. I appreciate yeah. you. You're very observant. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just trying to make sure, like, the house is not on fire got while you. I'm on this interview. Now, question. Uh, yep. uh, with, with Trump in office, they're yeah. saying that we should be expecting a recession in the next year or so. I think it's the other way around. I think that there would have been a recession if, but this guy is not gonna let it happen on his watch. He'll mortgage the next 50 generations mm. to make sure the economy's good during his watch. I've changed my business behavior because he won, because I did think like, wait a minute, we've had nine good years, whether you like him or hate him, and 
I'm not, people are, you know how I'm emotional about sports? Mm -hmm. Politics takes it to a whole nother level. People are just on tilt right now. Mm -hmm. right. So just business talk, no shot. I'd be flabbergasted if the next three years aren't good economy. He's just, that's his, uh, that's his full identity. It's all mm -hmm. he's got. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he's how not, to make money. he'll yeah. do whatever, you know, he'll, he'll cut taxes, he'll cut do whatever. Cut for the rich. Yeah. Our great, great grandkids are still gonna be paying off the debt. He right. will not let it happen because on his he went, even watch. on the short exactly. term, as long uh -huh. as while he's Got in it. office. It so looks if you're like thinking about like if people, correct, mm -hmm. if people are planning out there from a macro, listen, from a super macro, regardless of who's the president, regardless of anything, you can't be factoring that in. It's on you. Mm -hmm. The quicker you just whether it's true or not, the quicker your head's at. It's on me. I'm gonna do it regardless. The more you're gonna win. But I, I think the economy will be good the next three years. I want to talk to you about some of your Gary V-isms because, you know, I, I follow you on Instagram, so I get them all. You say 99% of the things around us it. don't matter. I just think people focus on dumb shit. Mm -hmm. Like like Karen's ruining me or my great-grandfather was an alcoholic. Like just things that I understand. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like day in and day out, we're getting caught up and we're going on defense. And I think it's mm. all offense. Mm -hmm. Like op the reason I'm obsessed with optimism, the reason I love being jam with you and like being on this, like there's an optimistic undertone that you guys do that is so real and so important. And uh, yeah, I just think yeah, I think people absolutely focus on dumb stuff 99% of the time. Like I didn't get the raise or like like my sh favorite show got canceled. Like people complain about crazy stuff. No, I agree with you. I, th I think people fall back on a lot of the things that went that happened in the past so much they forget about the future. I mean, let me tell you something. People use things like that as excuses not to work. I agree. Mm. At the end of the day, it's become a binary game for me. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You know, this is the good thing about getting old. Now that I'm 42, I'm like, oh, okay, wait a minute. People don't want to work. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to work, you start coming up with stuff of why you're suppressed or why it's bad or yeah. Karen is ruined. Like, you just make stuff Karen? up. Yeah, who's Karen? I had this one meet. <laughs> the reason I keep bringing it up, the reason I keep bringing it up is I Karen Civil has the Swiss No, 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 no. Okay, she, she does, sneakers. she's the best. No, no, no. Literally an employee sat in my room once two years ago and said, Karen's ruining me. And I'm like, Ruining you? It was like that Chris Rock. Yeah, is that yeah. the Chris Rock joke? I, there's a joke about this. Like I don't know. She's like she's ruining me. I'm like ruining what? Well, she's talking shit and it's ruining. I'm like we don't make decisions based on like you're not getting not promoted because Karen said right. you're you're not getting promoted because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm running a business here based on Karen saying something about you, I'm like you're not getting promoted because you're not good at your job. Well, the truth is pessimism never won any battle. Pessimism doesn't win any wars whatsoever. And what I don't understand is everybody who's putting out hate and negativity online, you're always gonna be historically incorrect. You're always gonna get clowned on in history. And what they don't understand is your grandkids are gonna look at your Instagram posts. Mm -hmm. Your grandkids are gonna see what mm. you said on Facebook. Mm. And we're documenting our journeys, right. mm. all of us. And you're gonna have to answer for that. And a lot of people are not gonna like what they have to talk about in 2029. Right. I also feel mm. like with kids, they do have to, in school now, because we didn't grow up with social media, and that is something that in schools, they have to educate kids more on how to properly use Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, because that's not something that we ever had to deal with. Like we didn't You're have to saying that about... you did a bunch of dumb shit when you were a kid, and you're but glad it it's documented. not... <laughs> exactly. I get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. The other thing is, we're also there's a counter move to that, Angie, which is, we're also empathetic. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, we'll see a 15-year-old do something ridiculous, but there is a gear in us saying, we did ridiculous stuff at 15 too. On the flip side, 
back to what we started this with, and there's just a lot of that energy when I'm on this show, there's a lot of things these kids are doing on social media that we could have never imagined. Absolutely. I mean, I'm watching these kids flip back to sneakers and Supreme gear and all this stuff. They're make, I was at ComplexCon, these kids are making money. Yeah. And like, it's exciting. They're learning, they're learning how to do it. Like, the, the, the stuff you've done in Detroit, imagine if you started learning those skills at 13. Right, now mm-hmm. I wish. And not even that, these, but, kids, but it, these kids are making millions being internet sensations, not just selling things, just doing things. Having and, a YouTube channel. Yeah, making with, money off let these me, YouTube let me channels. Yeah, but they, they do dumb shit, and it goes back to what you said. People are focused on dumb shit. That's why nobody can pay attention to the entrepreneurs that are actually using the internet for good. <sighs> the, thing, the thing that's happening more than anything is there's, is there's Sunday morning envy. Everybody mm-hmm. wakes up on Sunday morning and looks at their feed, and everybody did cool stuff on Saturday, and people don't realize everybody's just a PR agent for themselves, right? right? They're not seeing the behind the scenes tough stuff, right? Everybody's seeing the riches, everybody's looking at the kids flashing tons of $100 bills and all the cars and everything, but they don't realize a lot of those people that got there put in work for three, four, seven, nine, 12 years to get to that moment. That's that's how you say everyone wants to hang at the finish line without running the race. 100%, Mm -hmm. man. Listen, if you don't love what you do, if you're, if you're a business person, if you started a juice company, if you're trying to flip sneakers and it's 100% about the money, you're gonna lose. Mm. If you don't love your process, mm-hmm. if you don't love eating the shit along the way, you got zero shots to hit that huge level. If you don't like taking a thousand free throws, if you don't like being in the office until midnight, if you don't like waiting in line for six hours in the cold to get that thing, you're finished. The people that are winning are the ones who wake up at 4:30, take two trains, and get third in line and love it. Right. Not, or, you know, that's real. Right. You gotta love the process. You gotta love. Listen, I love. Lo- Why do you think I love the Knicks and Jets so much? I love losing in sports. No, the you play- don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> I love, my man. I love Goodness the process. Gracious. I love looking at Zinger now, and I'm like, okay, if Frank gets better, like, I love the process. So you right? don't want them to win. I, I want it ultimately. I want it ultimately. But Ange, honestly, it's just like romance <laughs> and foreplay. Like I want it built up. I, like I wouldn't want to be a 30-year-old Boston fan. I've already won all four championships. I'm actually soft. I have no respect for Boston fans under 30. Zero. You've won too much. You're not a real fan. Your grandfather, I respect the crap out of Bill Buckner, devastating losses. The Patriots were one in 15 for years. If you're 30 and you're a big time sports fan in Boston, you're soft. But it's not their fault, though. They're from Boston. <laughs> yeah. Correct. That's their, their dad team. is a Boston yeah, fan. It's not their Listen, fault. It's just like it's not your fault if you were born into a family that has $100 million. But guess what? You're soft, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not mad. Listen, I'm envious in some ways, but don't walk around like you're a real fan and like you've been through the struggle. Yeah. I love, I hang out with these kids. They like saying, well, we had it tough. I'm like, no, 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 your dad had it tough. You're 30. You won seven championships in two minutes. <laughs> soft. Hey, my, gi- my Giants, though, we, it, it, we didn't win it easily. It was a tough win. They were all tough. But 86. We weren't expect, we yeah, weren't but 86, to. you were a youngster. How yeah. old were you in 86? 20. <laughs> you know, I was a youngster. You were. Are you a Yankee fan too? Absolutely. Well, then Knicks is, needs to be your focus. Well, Knicks is. I'm a Knicks fan. You Knicks. It's all about Zinger and I, Frank I need, and I the process get, now. You know what? With the Knicks is, is bad coaching. Is bad management. I it's, get it. It's. it's they it's got a bright side though. They got the, the unicorn. This unicorn's. All, listen, if he stays healthy, that's it at this point. Get, it's get him around him. That's all. He's. He's some crazy stuff. Man. He is. You see a seven foot, almost four, like he's he can crazy, move. Man. He can move the way he can move. He's got is, that Eastern European like swag. I yep. like him. Now explain this line. Yes. If you think someone is winning, 
and it's coming out of your pocket, you suck. Explain it. Yep. So I posted that the other day because I, st- again, what basically everything you see for me on Instagram is a reaction to all the comments I get. Mm-hmm. And I'm confused that people think if some somebody else is shining, that's coming out of them. Mm. There's unlimited resources. Right. And mm. There's unlimited resources. Like, I get that you don't think that, and that's fine. If that's how you see it, you're not gonna win anyway. Let me level you up. Mm-hmm. There's unlimited resources. And so for me, in unlike sports where I'll hate on a Jordan or Brady because I'm sad, right. in real life, you gotta understand you should be you should be applauding the people that are winning because if you do, you're putting in the right energy into the universe. That Absolutely. karma will come through. If you're spending all your time upset that this guy broke through and you think that was your spot, right? you're finished, man. Absolutely. You're finished. Yeah. And so I see a lot of it. I see a lot of people like, oh, he got lucky. She got lucky. If you're spitting the word luck out of your mouth, you've, you're just not in the right place. Every spiritual zen-like person I, I, I talk to or read their stuff, they always say, if you ever feel like you're in a position where you're not doing what you want to do, then celebrate somebody else. That's a really interesting insight, man. Listen, I, yeah, honestly, like winners win. Mm-hmm. As much as I don't like it, the Patriots are going to do their thing because they've got winners up and down the organization. Winners win. Mm-hmm. You can't stop them. Now, what about your new book? Yes, comes out in January. Crushing, Crushing it. it. It's the update to the book that put me on, Crush It. Crush It. Uh, it's an update on how I think a lot of people listening right now, even while they've got to do their practical job to pay their rent and dues and like all of us, from 6 p.m. to 2 in the morning, the fact that a lot of people, for example, Anchor. I, I always want to come here and give a practical advice, not just rah-rah. Mm-hmm. Anchor. I'm not an investor because a lot of people think I am because I'm pushing it. Anchor. It's an audio app. and. People can start their podcast on it. You just record it. You press one button, and it puts you on iTunes and Spotify and everything. Really? Yes. The fact that there's so many people listening here that know about sports, that know about finance, that Mm -hmm. know about hip-hop, the fact that they can start their own podcast, the fact, you know, I'm I'm thinking, like, the fact that when you're commuting home or Mm -hmm. when you get home at night, right, that you can record a podcast, and then a year later, by putting out a podcast and putting out pictures on Instagram, that you can make $10,000 in sponsor fee from the sodas that ship you cases to a sneaker brand. That's my soda out Respect. there. <laughs> I, I see it and I, like, I love that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I just think that people don't realize how much they can build right now. Mm-hmm. So crushing it is the update on the blueprint of how to build a personal brand. You just put everybody on with Anchor though, because you know how many people come to me and be like, yo, how do I get I my podcast my on podcast. iTunes? Absolutely. How do I get it on SoundCloud? Boom, that's a one-stop shop. Anchor did it right, man. They were watching, they were paying attention. They're, they have a smart entrepreneur and he's like, listen, you just listen. The way Anchor works is so crazy. You literally put the phone to your ear. You start recording. You're done. You, once you set up the Spotify, mm-hmm. you're just done. And so, like, no excuses. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a cell phone. You know how powerful that is. Everybody listening right now has the power of a media company in their hand, and that to me is game changing. Crush it is the step. Crushing it, excuse me, is the step by step guide. And there's 11 stories of people that read Crush It nine years ago. And yeah. went on to build huge companies. Great wow. testimonials. Uh-huh. And real detail, right? Mm-hmm. Because I want to inspire people. To, listen, it's a two-part strategy for me. I want the legacy of being the open-sourced entrepreneur. What I mean by that is my stuff is free. And I want, I want people emailing me every day like, you put me on, you put me on, you put me on. It's two things. First, it's mindset. I need people to get out of negativity mm-hmm. and dwelling mm-hmm. and complaining and excuses. Once you got them out of that place, and I'm trying to, you see what I'm doing, I'm trying to suffocate people. Right. Right. I'm trying to choke people out with this bullshit, then you gotta give them details. 
Yeah, because I would say this about negativity. There's nothing that will ruin things for me more than somebody that's always complaining about everything. I can't take it. It bothers me so much. That's I why feel I don't like, like social media. At some point, if you're complaining too much about something, it's time for you to change the situation. Nobody wants to hear that all the time. Let's talk like, about both real quick. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Social media is easy for me because when I see people complaining, I feel bad. Like when people clown or try to drag people out, and I read mm-hmm. your post because I was watching your book and I wanted to kill, so I, would read, I was reading your comments, mm-hmm. even like people on your comments. I feel bad for them. If you're sitting in your house and you got time to hate on somebody in four lines on Instagram, you got 0.0% of winning. That's number one. Number two, Ange, I would say that we're getting close to the end of the year now. We got Thanksgiving coming up. Like, if you want a real strategy of winning, if you want to get real deep in a place that is a little more dark and nobody wants to talk about, mm-hmm. You need to cut out the negative people out of your life. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, a lot of times that's your mom. <laughs> no, that's real. Right. Not, but you don't just mean like your mom in general, but just anybody that that's close to you. I do mean anybody in general, but guess what? Your mom has huge impact. If your mom's been telling you you suck and you're never going to make it and you're going to end up just like us, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to cut out your mom. It's not like you need to never talk to her again. But for a lot of people... So I get this email a lot, I give this advice, and it's sometimes your best friend, a lot of people's best yeah. friends. A lot of best friends out there right now dragging you down because they know they're going nowhere and they, they just want you, you. yeah. Absolutely. And it's deep, it's hurt. Listen, I, I'm not saying this like, I'm not think, I don't think this is funny. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm like, ha ha. But I will say this, it's not that you have to cut your best friend out who's been with you the whole way, and I get it, but talking to him or her once a week is better than twice a day. If the 14 times you talk to them in a week, they're just talking about like, this sucks, Negative you right. suck, right. it sucks, Trump this, boss that, you know, fucking that person got, you know, that person mm-hmm. got lucky. Yeah, because eventually you become the sum total of who you talking to. I Absolutely. have to tell people sometimes, I have to be like, listen, everything cannot be negative all the time. You gotta have a different attitude. The reason why things aren't working out for you is because you wake up in the morning depressed, mad at everybody, mad at the world, and that's not gonna be beneficial to you. Can we talk about music for a second? Yeah. If we got yeah. a second? So I've been spending a lot of time in the last year and a half looking at this. I'm just so blown away by the fact that kids don't have to get discovered by an A&R. Mm-hmm. Get signed, mm-hmm. right? Get Word. the right distribution, get radio to put them, like all the, like, like, like again, knowing that a lot of people listen to Station for Music, like if you're such a great rapper, like upload to SoundCloud. Right. Yes. Like it's like, like, it's crazy but you, how... But, you, but the, ahead, the problem with that is, you know, when people do it and then they be like, well, nobody's listening to my SoundCloud. Because you gotta hustle. You gotta go out and you gotta hustle. hustle. Right. When, when, you know, but but Killy's not saying that in Toronto. Right he's putting up music and then he's hustling and DMing people and trying to show up on people. Like, Absolutely. Like, like, there's people doing it. I, you know, the fact that you could eat... I mean, you're right. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, the fact that they even have that opportunity... You're right. Versus going into studio, getting a demo, playing shows, having an AR miraculously be there that night, having a good meeting with LA Reid, getting signed, having MTV put you on. Like, it was impossible. Before, yep. Now, every day, there's people, and whether Rap Caviar decides to put you on, whether you guys mention it, you got people sitting right here every day. I watch you guys putting people on Mm -hmm. every day. And those are people who have created their own buzz by, from the internet. Yeah, there's little Absolutely. show, no jumper. He's doing his thing, Adam. Like everybody, Adam, yeah. I, like yeah. everybody's just he created a platform for people. Real, like like you know, they go mm-hmm. there, then they pra- graduate and come here. Like, it's crazy. But just put out music. Absolutely. And and to your point, put out music and don't just think the music's gonna get it done. Gotta continue start to DMing continue to pretty people on exactly. Instagram. Be like, start hitting up vlogger. Listen, you want the real hack? I'll give you the hack right now. Put out music, 
and then spend three hours going on YouTube, watch people that have a lot of views on their vlogs and email them and say, on YouTube and say, hey, you need some music in your vlogs during the intro, the outro, here's some music. You get one of those vlogs to put your song on, it can change, I put Saba, you know Saba from Chicago? Mm -hmm. You know, he's on Chance's album, like great artist. I put his Monday to Monday song as my, because it was all about hustle and he mentioned me so I was happy. (laughs) I put, right? That's a good, that's a good one to do. It's his most listened to song on, on, on Spotify. Like it's out there, and by the way, my vlog's good, but there's kids out there Jake and Logan Paul, like there's people out there with like way bigger 15 year old fans to the get. You remember Good Charlotte? Yeah, hell yeah. Do you know how Good Charlotte got put on? Uh Uh-uh. Good Charlotte was a small band, nobody knew who they were, and for the Madden 90 whatever, when you were making your fantasy team, they played Good Charlotte. You just kept hearing it and that's it. You get into the intro song on a vlog of some kid that gets a million views a day and ones, what's that record? It's just like radio, Absolutely. man. Once you keep playing it, you know that how many songs are corny as hell, but they play it so mm-hmm. much. That's what they call it programming, radio programming. And Program you, know, you to like it. You're just like dropping it all the time. You know, <laughs> you, know I said, you know? Now you said uh, don't train for skill, train for mindset. And you say the skill is a commodity, the mindset is everything. Those are two of your quotes I put together. Everybody says, everybody says, well, Gary, how do I do it? I'm like, go to Google. Mm-hmm. How do I get Instagram influencers to use me? You go to Google and you type in, how do I get Instagram influencers to use me? You go, how do I start a Shopify store to sell t-shirts, right? Everybody listens, so many people wanna sell t-shirts, mm-hmm. right? Good, go set up a Shopify store. It costs nothing, right? Mm-hmm. People ask, how do I do that? I'm like, go to Google. Right. How do I, we have Google. You don't have to go to some bullshit library. You have Google, right? right? So the skills, how do I upload something? How do I mix a track? How do I make a GIF? How do I make a pre-roll? All of it is free information on google.com. So I've realized, wait a minute, it's not that stuff, it's mindset. It's I'm not gonna teach you how to do the thing step by step, that's on YouTube on a video that you can watch four times and then you figure it out. Right. It's the thing we've talked about the whole time, which is if you are not in the optimism offense business, you're not coming out the gate, man. You're not coming out the gate. Like, I get it and the world's pressure and Friends around, everything we talked about, politics, the friends around you, you gotta tune it all out. And you, you always say you're not lost in life, you're just early in the process. I love that, because I tell kids that, that all the time. That was a big one, man. I love that. That, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, because I think a lot of people are about to get some value. Listen, listen everybody, if you're under 30, you got your whole life ahead of you. Once you 27 deciding you didn't make it, because you saw some 22 year old that did make it, you're just early. I didn't make anything until, like, 34 is when I started my thing, right. 34. Mm-hmm. 34 is when things started happening. I built my dad's business. I left that business, I owned nothing. I love when people are like, don't listen to Gary Vee, his dad put, I built my dad's business for him. I left at 34, I had no net worth, nothing. No bank would have done anything with me. I didn't make a lot of money because we were building the business, pouring it back into business. By the way, everybody who's got a little bit of a business going on, this is advice for your son. Mm-hmm. You don't take that money and buy dumb shit, put it back into business, that's how you buy real stuff, right. you know, everybody right. gets a little coin, gets a, a little, you know, right. anyway, nonetheless, yeah man, life is long. How old are you? Almost 40. 39 that means? Yeah, okay. 38. <laughs> oh, 38? Mm-hmm. Could you have ever imagined feeling this young at 38? I, see, that, I go back to no, that. No, no, when you were 17, when you were 22, no. did you? Did but you 40 think, at 17, we Yeah, I mean, old, yeah, it's weird. Old, like, it's old. Yeah. There's like, no way you would, right? But right, I don't absolutely. know what feeling old means. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, did you think at 17, 
that you would have this much swag, this much energy, this much <laughs> hunger no, no, at 38? No, 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 no way. No, no, you were already in like, right. No, that's right. I didn't. Cause I, right? Because we were there. That's what I'm trying to get these 23-year-olds. They want it so bad. You know why they want it? They're insecure. They want success because they want to prove to their dad that the dad was wrong and they are good. They want to prove it to the girl. They want to prove it to their buddies that, yeah, you got better grades and went to a better college than me, but I'm hustling here and I made it. So they're taking shortcuts. What they don't realize is it's going to feel twice as good at 30 because that means people slept on you longer. Absolutely. People clowned on me. When I was 29, here was the narrative on Gary V. Oh, he works for his dad's liquor store in New Jersey. Because I, grew, listen, yeah, we grew yeah, up in the yeah, college yeah. era mm -hmm. where the college you went to was how good you were. There was mm -hmm. none of this mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. Right. So I was in my dad's, like, there was no internet. People didn't know what I was up to. People didn't know I was already building a big business. It was, uh, you know, and all my friends went to, a bunch of my friends went to Wall Street, made a couple hundred thousand real quick, bought a BMW. I wasn't buying anything fancy. I, I still don't have anything fancy, mm -hmm. right? Now they're starting to figure out, though. And so, like, it's a marathon. Yeah, yeah, And absolutely. everybody's trying to get, like, a picture with, like, some new Louis Vuittons on so, like, everybody thinks that they've done good. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> Gary, what do you splurge on? Do you splurge? Jet hats. Uh, I, I, splurge, I splurge on not much. I'll splurge on vacations. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to ask. Me. It Experience. is vacation time coming up. Experience. Yeah, Experience, Experience is, is huge. So, like, to me, like, so for my 40th birthday, I paid for my entire family. I'm talking, like, everybody, like, 14 people deep. And I took the whole family to Disney World because mm -hmm. I wanted my kids and their cousins to do Disney together for the first time. And I knew there was no way it was gonna happen with my sister and my brother-in-law. And like I was like, it's not gonna happen. Somebody's gonna be like, I can't, I can't. So I was like, screw it. I'm gonna use my 40th birthday as the framework Dope. to suffocate and trick them all into doing it. <laughs> That's a memory I'll, like when I'm like gotcha. finished, when I'm 92 and I'm laying there, I'm like, I did Disney at 40, you know? Yeah. like experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, the crazy part is I, n I didn't go on vacation until about four years ago. I just never I had it. the time. I was like, I'll go on vacation later. But I now, it. I go on vacation twice a year. And like you? like you, I try to bring everybody so everybody can experience it. Because you love being around the people you love. Absolutely. Listen, patience, 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 patience. This is a marathon. Don't worry. If you could get into the place that I'm at in my dome, which is you care about no, you respect everybody's opinion and the angle where they come from. Mm -hmm. You have empathy. Okay, you grew up like this. You come from there. You want this. You have empathy. I have empathy to mm -hmm. why people say things about me, but the way to get better about social media is you just have to have empathy. If you I'm, stick with me, because I want you to win. Mm -hmm. Because the more you spend time with your community in social over the next decade, the more you're gonna win. And if you're reading all this bullshit, it becomes depressing. I get it. Even I, who's like, I can, I feel it. But if you can have empathy to why they're saying it, and then get into the place of just truly not caring of what people think, regardless, that's the magic. Framework. I don't think they're worth a response, though. What's that? I don't think they're worth a response. Like when somebody says can something, I tell you something? To you, I don't can think I tell you something? Responding. When I respond, do you know what happens? There's an appreciation from the other 93% that love you that you're not just worried about when it's good for you. There's a respect. Mm -hmm. When people see me reply to somebody who says, you suck, you're a charlatan, you know, like, when I come on this, they're like, don't listen to him, listen to Dame Dash, screw that white dude, right? Like, that kind of stuff, <laughs> right? They say that? They're, yeah, they say, like, Gary and Dame are saying the same stuff, which may be true, I got, you know, like. I, I, Y'all are to a certain extent, I will say that. I, which is yeah. amazing, which would make sense to me, which is why mm -hmm. Dame had wins, like, it would make sense to me. I'm not mad at that person, I'm empathetic, because I understand the narrative and culture in life. And so when I respond to that person in your guys' YouTube, which is what I do, 
when this airs, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go into the YouTube and read everything. And a lot of it's gonna be phenomenal, right? Thank God, appreciate it. But 20%'s not. And I'm gonna respond to those as well. And what the other 80%, when they see that you have the respect and the skill set and the framework to be empathetic to other people's points of view. Listen, what do you think's going on out there? Nobody's hearing the other. Like, you have to have empathy and respect to other points of view. Otherwise, you can't be big. But you, but you know some of these guys are just trolls. And you know it's the old saying, never complain, never explain. Like, I don't got time to be explaining myself to these motherfuckers. Listen, that's because you think it's explaining yourself. To me, I'm trying to educate other people that are watching. Mm-hmm. All right. Got you. You understand? Yeah. Like, if we're going to win this thing on a macro, you've got to come in from all angles. Not, you know, and so, listen, if you think I give a shit about anybody's point of view on me, you're confused. <laughs> but, 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 I have enormous empathy and I can see it. And if you're just watching me on one clip and you don't know my narrative, I have a lot of respect for that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and because you're another human and you're adding your two cents, I'll jump on top and add my two cents. Now we got four cents and so we'll see where it ends up. There you go. Now when these performance sneakers dropping, man? Today. Oh. Today. Wow, on your yeah. birthday. Wow. On your yeah, birthday. On my birthday. All right, we'll get it. them right now, kswiss.com. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you for joining us as usual. I love usual. you guys. I hope you have a great holiday. We missing anything? No. The book coming out in January, crushing it. Yep. Yeah, that's January 30th. Uh-huh. Jets 4 and 6. Yeah, we you know. That's okay. That's okay. Listen. Mm-hmm. They, we like losing. Listen, there's some swag on that team. You see that dance? Yeah. <laughs> that dance was, <laughs> honestly. Oh, my God. You got to the point where you didn't you have any dance. Adams? You didn't have any dance. You see <laughs> <what they're doing? laughs> hey, hey. You see, they've got, listen. Here's what I'm happy about. This is real Jets talk right now for the couple of fans oh, listening. Boy. Our locker room last year was not in the right place. This year. They can dance. They can definitely <laughs> dance, but more importantly, they're they're getting along real, really interesting to me, mm-hmm. really correctly. I think it's a framework for the future. I like I like the foundation we're putting together. Okay. All right. Well, Gary V, ladies and My gentlemen, guy. it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary V Experience. Now go out and share this. Pass it on. Let me know what you thought. <laughs>